plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Tuesday, February 21st. Hope you all had a great President's Day and a great week. Of course, the big news, uh, probably the only Cowboys news this offseason until something happens one way or the other, is, of course, Tony Romo and what happens with Tony Romo. And uh, in today's episode, I'm going to break down where I think, or what makes the most sense for Tony Romo, uh, that's been the million dollar question, I touched on it last week, uh, I'll touch on it again this week, and, and just kind of what makes the most sense, because let's be honest, uh, the Cowboys aren't going to be, at least, I could be wrong, but a guy like Jason Pierre-Paul, sure the Cowboys would love to have him, but they don't really have that type of flexibility uh, or, you know, if, if they sign him, that means you're not bringing back a Terrence Williams. You're not bringing back a Bryce Butler. You're not going to bring back a Barry Church or a, uh, a Mo Claiborne or a Brandon Carr. So uh, a lot of things are going to happen. But I was talking with one of my coworkers, and, and it's kind of crazy to think, though, uh, the, the news of this week, the Cowboys restructured the contracts of uh, Travis Frederick, their center, and uh, left tackle Tyron Smith on Monday. Uh, pretty much just a paperwork move, freeing up $17.3 million in cap space. Uh, long story short, they just converted uh, uh, part of the base salary into a signing bonus. And that, uh, like I said, is just more of a paperwork, more of a, a, a transaction-type move. So... Uh, but long story short, they had to clear up some space. They were about $13 million over the cap, uh, so they had to do it. New caps expect to be about $168, $170 million, uh, when the new league starts March 9th. The Cowboys do have $2 million in carryover, so if it's $168 million uh, cap, they'll have uh, $170 million to play with, so to speak. And, of course, the Cowboys can do similar things like they did with Travis Frederick and Tyron Smith uh, on contracts with Sean Lee, Des Bryant, Tyrone Crawford. And, of course, Mr. Tony Romo. Uh, they can create $5.1 million in, in cap space if they release or trade the veteran quarterback as a, without designating him as a post-June 1st cut. Uh and that would mean the Cowboys just take the full 19.6 million uh, cap hit this season, and I think that makes sense. You know, there's, you know, the, the Cowboys can, as I've said, spread it over two seasons, but they've got the uh, space and, and ability to just kind of absorb it all in one year. So might as well just do it and, and get it over with. And, and this 
is really kind of where the beauty of having a guy like Dak Prescott comes in because your starting quarterback is a fourth-round pick, so uh, his cap hit is significantly smaller. So taking on Roma's hit coupled with Dak's hit, uh, it's pretty much a wash uh, for next season. So, uh, But, you know, the news everyone wants to know, everyone cares, is how – uh, or where Tony Romo ends up. And uh, a lot of places have been thrown out there. I've done multiple interviews, and, and that's certainly the uh, thing on everyone else's mind is what will happen um, with Tony Romo. And, and I saw a report earlier today, and make sure you go back and check out last week's podcast. I joined uh, the Houston Texans podcast, and, and we talked about the Texans being a possibility, and I think that still makes one or makes arguably the uh, most sense when you look at Brock Osweiler. Uh, clearly, uh, did not live up to potential, uh, and then you got a Tom Savage who was a backup, uh, but he had some concussion issues, uh, and you know. Romo, he's got a third kid on the way with his wife Candace. He likes Dallas. He's going to live in Dallas after his playing day. So uh, we all know Houston's three and a half, four hour drive, uh, 40, 45 minute flight. You know, so it's it's easy to to get back and forth between the two cities. You stay in Texas, uh, no state income tax, which <laughs> I'm sure football players appreciate. So. That, that's certainly, I think, an option for him. Uh, and, you know, it, it's a team that has a lot of pieces in place. It's clearly a Super Bowl caliber defense. Uh, and they got offensive weapons when you look at a Lamar Miller, a DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe, you know, if you bring in Romo, you need to go out and add an offensive line or two uh, in order to boost that. So I think. Houston right now for me would be the odds-on favorite. If I'm if I'm a betting man, I, I think Tony Romo, Houston Texans makes uh, arguably the most sense. I think Kansas City uh, is another possibility. I mean, Alex Smith, you know, is is the incumbent there. Uh, it seems like to make the most sense, but and, and you know from a Cowboys perspective, hey, at least it's an AFC team. But I, you know, part of me just thinks you know the the Chiefs make uh, uh, sense and, and would be a nice fit. You know, you got other teams uh, such as the Washington Redskins. Uh, you know, I mean, if Kirk Cousins isn't franchise uh you know maybe they can uh talk Romo into playing for a division rival he's obviously familiar with the division uh you know you see teams like San Francisco and in Chicago and Jacksonville the New York Jets I just I don't see Tony Romo wanting the Cleveland Browns I just don't see Tony Romo wanting to go to a team uh that isn't a contender. I mean, you know, uh, that's he's got two, maybe three years left. He's not gonna go to a team that 
is in a rebuilding process and you know what have you so I just don't see why he would go to uh, either one of those teams you know that isn't built to win now and and you know before I get emails and, and Twitter complaints Tony Romo needs to approve of wherever he goes the Cowboys theoretically yeah the Cowboys can trade him to Kansas City or or uh, Cleveland let's say let's say a destination he would have zero interest in Tony Romo could theoretically get traded to Cleveland but the problem with that is the Browns are not going to take on his full salary they're going to want to restructure Tony Romo's contract so uh, Tony's going to have to sign off you know if if he doesn't want to play in Cleveland, he's not going to restructure his deal. The Browns aren't going to send the Cowboys picks or, or what have you in order to make that that deal's going to fall apart right then and there. Uh, so Tony Romo very much is going to have his say in this matter. Uh, I, I think Denver makes a lot of sense, uh, but you know, just the feeling I get, maybe it's just a gut feel, is that. Uh, it's going to be somewhere other than Denver. I just don't know. Something tells me that you know there, there's better options for for each side, um, but we'll see. I mean, they they proved to be successful with uh, uh, Peyton Manning, and, and maybe Tony Romo can fit that ilk. But right now, I, I think Houston is the probably the favorite. Uh, the Kansas City and then teams like, you know, Denver and, and Chicago and, and teams of, you know, that nature. Of course, Chicago is one of those rebuilding teams as well. So it should be interesting to see what happens. And, and I'm going to leave you with this. Do not rule out the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yes, Tony Romo wants to start. He wants to be the man. He's been the man. He's been the celeb. He's been in the spotlight for a decade in Dallas. Uh, he he handled the demotion to back up gracefully. Dak Prescott is the future of the Dallas Cowboys. He is the starting quarterback going forward. But if you're Tony Romo and and you have an honest look in the mirror, you've been you've broken a bone in three of your last five games with what is widely considered the best offensive line in football. What makes you think you're going to be uh, better off and, and be able to stay on the field in a city such as Kansas City or Denver or Houston? You know, and, and I'm not trying to knock their offensive lines, but they're not as good as the Dallas Cowboys' offensive line. And Tony Romo was not able to stay healthy uh, behind the best offensive line. So uh, why... Is he going to stay healthy behind a less less heralded offensive line? So, I, I think the the Cowboys are a real possibility if Tony agrees to kind of play a backup type role to Dak Prescott, and and I think you know kind of continue serving as the mentor to Dak Prescott. Uh, it, he'd have to swallow his ego and have to restructure his deal, but you know if, if something happens to Dak, he knows the systems. He can go in and be a savior. Uh, but he's also at the point in his career where, uh, you know, maybe not having to be the guy is best not only for his long-term health, but uh, but also 
the, the team. I mean, uh, you saw how good Dak Prescott and, and Tony certainly helped him. So, so I would not rule out Tony Romo somehow stays with the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't think. I think it's a long shot. I don't. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I certainly think it could make sense. So, so we'll see what happens with that. But anyways, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Locked On Cowboys. Again, I am Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. I'm actually headed to the Daytona 500 uh, tomorrow, and we'll be on NASCAR duties. So uh, I'll, I'll get back, try and post an episode or two. Uh, next week but as always I appreciate you guys tuning in please let your friends please let your family please let your co-workers know Locked On Cowboys the entire Locked On Podcast Network uh, should be on your download list so again until next time take care Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst list.